right now by Japanese Breakfast. If you've not checked out Japanese Breakfast, make sure to check them out. One of my favorite bands. With that said, super excited for today's episode and guest. You all might be familiar with them. If you're not a technique like me, you're probably not familiar with them, but you need to get familiar with them. It's also why I brought him on the show so he can educate the masses and share a little bit about his background and his years spent in the newer tech field and some of the awesome work that he's doing leading one of the game-changing companies in this industry, which is called Neurable, and they recently just launched their really highly anticipated product that they've been talking about and they've been promoting for about a year now, and it's called Intent, and I'm going to share a link to it so you all can get it, but essentially, Neurable is one of those companies that I've been watching for so long as someone that's a neurotech enthusiast and just a fundamental technology enthusiast on what they're doing to really bring the future of work into the present, and let me tell you, Neurotech is the future of work especially how it's going to help you, one, focus on tasks that matter, but also bridge between your work and your life as well. And Dr. Ramsey is going to share a little bit more about his background in the Neurotech industry because he's done a lot of things in this space. In fact, he went to school for this, and he knows a lot of amazing people in the industry. With that said, make sure to share this with your mom, your dad, that professor that is probably bugging you about Neurotech, or whoever, because this is going to be a hot episode, and I'm super excited to have Ramsey's on the show with me. Doctor, how's it going, man? Hey, how's it going? It's an absolute pleasure to uh, to be here today. I'm, I'm actually here at Nurable HQ. Uh, uh, and obviously the N10 are here as well, too, which I'm so yeah. excited to be uh, finally revealing to the world. Dude, no, they look amazing. I've checked out the product. Congrats on y'all's Kickstarters. I, I've mentioned that. You know, Doctor, it looks like there's a lot of work going on behind me. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, you know, how long have you been in the neurotech space? And, you know, when did you develop a passion? Because I've read your story, but a lot of people who are probably tuning in aren't probably as familiar about your journey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so really, this this is a very personal journey. And that's, I think, what has kept me 
so focused given the ups and downs of uh, trying to accomplish this. It, it, you know, it started when I was about eight years old. My uncle got into a trucking accident and he lost both of his, his legs. Uh, and I, I saw him grow up with this unnaturalness of his prosthetics. And I really dedicated my life toward creating a world w without limitations is what we call it here at Neurable, which is a world where people who are differently abled and fully abled can participate equally. And mm. so I went to, you know, I studied engineering. He was an engineer. And so that was kind of where it pointed me in that direction. He was at, he actually fixes his own prosthetics to date. Wow. Uh, and so you see that that was like a really important milestone for me as, as, as an individual. I saw engineering as a superpower. And so I studied engineering and I realized uh, when I was working with prosthetics and control systems that the brain machine connection wasn't there. And so I, I went to the University of Michigan and studied um neuroscience, got my PhD in neuroscience. And uh, that's where I, I developed a technology that enabled us to translate brain activity uh, at much higher fidelity than currently existed. And obviously the team is the one that does all magic now. They they have gone even beyond my wildest dreams as to where we can be as a company. And so uh, I, I owe everything to them at this point. But uh, that was kind of the, the beginning and genesis of the company. Yeah. You know, there was a company that you used to uh, lead called Pharaoh, I believe it was called. Tell us a little bit more about that company. Was that kind of like durable in its early days? <laughs> so <laughs> that's a really great question. So when I was in, in graduate school, um, what I've I learned kind of in that area as well, too, is that a lot of where neuroscience was at the time didn't really incorporate data and computer science as much. Nowadays, there is, and it's actually an entire entire you know field called you know computational neuroscience. But back when I first started, that didn't really exist. Uh, and so I provided engineering services, me and a, a group of friends, uh, to help a lot of these labs in the area start to incorporate computation into their work. And, and it sped up dramatically the types of progress that we can create. But it was actually like my first toe dip into uh, entrepreneurship and what it means to run a company, et cetera. And, uh, and then from this this technology uh and that's where neurable came about and you know it's for me i've been working on neurable for about you know uh, close to six years now you wow. know um and in total uh 10 years if you consider grad school and so that's kind of like i did have earlier versions of, of what this idea was but uh uh but it's it's been a journey <laughs> yeah man it's, it's it sounds like it's your life's work man it's 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 a it's legacy work for you yeah, uh, it is definitely, I mean, this is what I dedicated myself to. And, you know, I, I'm really passionate about trying to get this technology out. And, and N10 is really the first step to publicly bringing this type of neurotechnology mm -hmm. out. And it's it's some really cool stuff that we can do with it um, to the masses, essentially. Yeah. So let's geek out because I've, I've checked out the product. I love the product. I'm a fan, man. I'm a huge fan of the, of the company <laughs> online. But just the product in itself, it's amazing because it shows amazing engineering, integrated engineering, um, because there's also a firmware component, there's a software component, and obviously there's a product hardware component. Talk to us, let's get, let's get back a little bit, because I'm sure there's some people who are listening to this who are newer tech enthusiasts or, and not, but they also want to understand the product details. What did it take for your team to kind of like get there? You know, just share a little bit from a leadership perspective, what, what that was like. Yeah, um, I think to really understand that story, you have to understand our mantra, right? Mm -hmm. So. Our, our mantra is not to be the first ones to put a product out there. I, I believe that there's been a lot of uh, people with good intentions who have 
tried to bring a lot of what laboratories have discovered in the neurotech scene to the mass market. And unfortunately, those products have come out too early. And, and the reason for that is because, you know, VCs want you to launch as quickly as possible, right? And they believe that uh, you may launch a product that doesn't work, but with customer discovery and, and work with them, it'll get better. But the truth is that's, you know, that's not how neurotech works. You know, it's, it's in between the field of medical and, and consumer, right? Mm. Uh, and so you need a product that will work, that will create confidence with the customer, that they really uh, gain something valuable from it. And so during the last, you know, it, it's been 10 years worth of research and development to get to this point, right? We started out with these giant gel caps in mm. laboratory settings. From there, we went to this uh, 24 electrode system that looked like a, a potential torture device. <laughs> you know, and then from there, we went to a virtual reality system. And that's when we did our first kind of public debut in 2017. And it was a virtual reality system that you could grab objects and throw them and type on keypad, wow. do a bunch of this really cool stuff. Um, and then from there, we continue evolving the technology because that's what the world demanded from us you know if we were to release a, a vr system at that point in time um it wouldn't have scaled right vr wasn't as as prominent as it's starting to become uh and so we continue to evolve the technology and we finally got it down to a pair of headphones and it's been two years of working directly on the headphones uh you know we've ran over 45 different experiments we've We've collected over 800 people worth of data in, in these two years. Wow. Uh, we've gone through validations. And even right now, we're validating with external parties. We have uh, you know, some of the leading scientists in the world doing independent peer review on our work because we want to make sure that not only do we believe that it works, but that uh, when customers get into their hands as, as backers are buying it right now, they have a strong belief as well, too. And that's, that's genetic. That's part of our company to have that level of rigor. Dude, that doctor, that's so so amazing for me as a consumer, but also as a technology enthusiast. And um, and, and as a designer, I'm a designer by training because I think what a lot of what you all are doing is you all are co-creating this product with your community. It sounds like, and you all have a, a pretty awesome community uh, with Durable. I'm actually a part of the community um, in the Discord channel. But it seems as if you all are really are taking a lot of fundamental design principles of co-creation really actually validating and iterating and y'all are making the product successful. And it's something that I'm a huge fan of as a designer and empowering leaders to like, think about that. Like you don't have to, you know, when you build a product, you don't have to, you don't have to build it in the dark, right? You can co-create with your community and they'll tell you when it's ready. And when it's ready, you know, scale that thing as much as you can. And I think that's actually the, the new model of how a lot of companies are, are finding success in innovation, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, you know, people sometimes ask us like, where can I try the product? I want to know, uh, how the product, how well it works. And our response is just come to our office. Like <laughs> we're going to be coming to you as well too, but like people come to our office, they are part of the data that is making it work the as well as it is. Right. Mm. Um, you know, as we get more reporters involved, as we get more people involved, obviously that message is going to go out more organically, but you know, we love doing demos. We love having people be a part of our community, provide us feedback. Actually, we're going to be releasing a white paper soon. And normally when you release a white paper, you kind of release it and you leave it alone. Uh, to us, it's going to be a living document, right? Wow. We want people to provide feedback to it. Uh, we're going to continuously update that paper with new validation studies that we have, et cetera. Uh, so yeah, that's really tied to our community. And, and yeah, so thank you for, for highlighting that because uh, I believe that's something really key of, that we're 
doing no, different it's, 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 it's super key. Yeah, yeah, it's super key. And it takes yeah. a it takes a great designer to notice that. So <laughs> they, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the, the great work that you all are doing. So I want to move into a, a different topic here because you know you you're you're a pretty um you're a huge advocate for the future of neurotech, what it means for people, um, for, in terms of like human beings and giving your background, your story and you know, what, you know, what you went through with your family, you know, for you, how important is the humanization of technology? You know, why do you think companies should really focus on humanizing their technology? Yeah, that's super key. And, and what I, what I would say is if you would have asked me this question 20 years ago, I don't know if I would have been able to answer it, but it really took a significant amount of time and maturity for myself personally to get to mm. the point where, you know, like at first it was like, I just want to solve problems. Right. And then after that is this stuff is pretty cool. And now I'm finally at the point where I'm starting to understand is the brain is the essence of who we are. And obviously we all understand that from a bigger picture. Uh, but that also means that we have to have a, a, a deep amount of respect for privacy, for people, mm. for uh, emotion and empathy and in, in how we translate this information, how we can use technology to create those kinds of connections. Uh, and, and, you know, that's, that's really where N10 comes in. It's like, how do we enable people to communicate not just with each other better, with themselves better, right? The word N10 comes from the Spanish word entender, which means mm. to understand. That's really kind of like a core area that, that we really want people to understand themselves and others better with. Oh, wow, wow. You know, for you, because you seem to have a lot of people in your life who inspire this journey. Um, you know, who has been uh, maybe a thought leader or another family member that's uh, kind of like encouraged you, motivated you to keep doing what you're doing, man? <laughs> um, I mean, I definitely have a lot of heroes. Uh, my parents are obviously huge, huge heroes of mine. One of uh, somebody that uh, I'll, I'll throw somebody else new uh, is what I'll say because people have probably heard me talk about my parents numerous times <laughs> <laughs> but uh i have i have an uncle his name is uh, ernesto in in seattle washington shout out to ernesto, uh, yeah, shout out to ernesto. <laughs> you know he he uh, he actually let me live him and his him and his wife let me live inside their house while i was in college we weren't necessarily uh you know i wasn't necessarily the wealthiest of individuals right uh, so it was it was always difficult to get access to all that uh, and he allowed me to live there and to grow there. And he also gave me a ton of a ton of different uh, pieces of advice. You know, and one thing that he told me is Ramsey is like, if people truly love you, they'll give you the space that you need. Right. If people uh, truly love you, they'll understand that you can't always be there for everything. Uh, just, you know, do what you love and we're going to be there to support you. And I've taken that mentality, not just for myself, but also for the people that are around me. Um, I understand that, you know, like people are going to go through different phases of their life. Um, there, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. And no matter what, if we truly care about people and we care about their success, it's, it's about being there uh, and being present when they're ready uh, and vice versa. 100%. By the way, those who are tuning in, feel free to ask questions as uh, we're chatting. Uh, we'll definitely make sure to display your questions in live stream. So Dr. Ramsey's going to address it and, you know, we can also chit chat with you. So feel free to ask questions. Uh, that's usually how the, the live streams go. Uh, if you are new, welcome shout out to Chris, who is super engaged, asking questions, and he's asking, will there be time for questions? So I wanted to make sure I recognize that. That's amazing. Dr. Ramsey, you know, what, why do you think, you know, because there's a lot of brands right now that are in the neurotech space. You know, it's like you mentioned an emerging space. But, you know, one of the things I've loved about Neurable is how you all have differentiated the brand. 
Um, and you all are truly like positioning it to be something unique, like something focused on quality. You know, I'm a big on brand building and community building. For you all, what, you know, talk to us a little bit about how you all see y'all's community um, and what are some of the things you all are working on in the future for them? Yeah, uh, you know, I think that I would give significant props to, to Aaron on our team. Shout out to Aaron. She's pretty awesome. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Jamie there. You know, uh, I think the hardest part of being a CEO as your company starts to grow is finding people who share the same values so that you don't have to be there the whole time and still see that like essence of, of what you want to occur to occur. Uh, and she has really been the one who has created that. You know, we, um, she, you know, I, the advice that I got initially was like, oh, the CEO shouldn't be on the Discord. Just, you know, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And Aaron's like, no, like, if you believe you should be on the Discord, be there. If you want to talk to people directly, be there, right? Like build the community that you want to build and people, you'll find the right people. Those people will be receptive, you know? Uh, and so I've always been like, for example, my desk is actually that one right there, right? I'm not in a special office, you know, <laughs> like I'm on the, I'm on the ground floor with everybody else. I want people to come in to ask me questions. There's meetings sometimes that I join. Um, and I tell them like, don't see me as the CEO. I am a scientist here, like debate with me, like don't agree with me, et cetera. Mm. And, and the reason that, um, and the reason that, uh, I'm talking about myself and like, et cetera, is because I want that to permeate across the company, which is like, we all have a voice here, right? Mm. Uh, and that's how I see the Discord as well, too. It's like, we're going to be releasing this white paper. We're going to be releasing this information. You have a voice, too. Uh, our newsletters highlight people in the community. Um, and, you know, because all of this is, you know, all ships rise together. Uh, and this is, this, this is just how the company's DNA is. Hmm, that's so powerful, man. You know, shout out to cultures that are like that because those are it's, I, I consider them people oriented cultures, and where healthy debate is, is probably the most healthiest thing <laughs> for any company company and culture. Um, and it, it's uh, it's it's the the biggest thing with product development that people don't realize it's all about applied learnings. It's all about learning as fast as you can in iteration over time. And when people have a voice, they get to do that. Want to show love to Chris and Mavi who are so engaged and they have some critical questions for you, right. my friend. So. Mavi, let's go with Mavi. Mrs. Peru, I'm, I think that's a, a, a lovely, beautiful young woman there. What are the critical values for a successful company? Talk to us. Well, I can tell you the critical values for what I want a successful company to have, right? Um, and and what I would say is ethics. You know, like mm. it, it all comes down to, uh, you know, I was, I was doing a lecture actually a few weeks ago and I was telling people that um, it's easy to do you know, it's, it's the hard things that you, that define who you are, right? It's easy to be a good person when everything is easy. You know, when you and your spouse are, are so easy to get passionate, to get explosive, to, um, you know, to be mean, right? To, to say things that can be hurtful. And that's actually the most important moment in time for you to remember that you love them and that you care about them and that they are good people. Uh, and that this is just a, a moment in time, a spike that's happening, but together and through caring about one another, you guys can get through and understand the situation and grow from it. Mm. And I think that's something that most people don't remember in the moments where they matter. Mm. Hey man, you, 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 you appreciate it, man. That's <laughs> 
<laughs> might be too different. It might be too deep for the for the interview, man. Things. Like, look, I, I'm I'm listening. I'm like, wow, dude, this guy sounds like my dad. Appreciate you, Doctor Ramsey. That's some dope stuff, man. All right, shout out to let's talk. Let's talk to Chris Keach, man. So, what do you think is the most important factor in bringing neurotech to the consumer market? Which is really important because there's not a a company, a neurotech company, that's really captured consumers in a simple, elegant way. Yeah, that's a really great question, uh, and. Luckily, we talk about this here a lot at, uh, at Neurable. So we've at least personally identified five key areas that we believe require uh, to be solved in order for neurotech to move, move forward. The first one is form. Uh, it has to be some sort of form factor that people can wear every single day. Uh, you know, it can't be a crazy net of electrodes everywhere with gel, right? The other one is function. Uh, people have expect this type of technology to work. Uh, and so we have to be able to make sure that it works. Um, another one is, you know, accessibility when it comes to price. It can't be $20,000. Um, and actually, there's this really great South by Southwest talk that uh, I'll, I'll have to send to you where we outline all this stuff in detail, right? But those are just a few of the things there. Um, let's see, another one on there was... Um, Oh, the UI UX, the experience has to be seamless, right? Um, if we have to teach a person a new way to interact with technology, you've already lost the person, right? Mm. Like uh, it's one of those UI UX metaphors where it's like, if you have to teach people how to use your UI UX, you already failed. Yeah, right? 100%. <laughs> same, I, and I think the same applies to software as a service as well. There's so much bad software as a service solutions. If you have to teach someone how to use one solution for onboarding and training, for example, or financial management, you've already lost. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and so those are kind of some of, just a few of the things that we highlight at Neurable when it comes to what we believe is important for individuals building uh, neurotech companies. Wow, that's powerful. Thanks and, so and much. I'll, I'll provide a link so that people can see all five of them and you know can read a little bit more about our thoughts, etc. I love it. Thanks so much, Christopher, for sharing um, that great question. I'll make sure to share the link in the thread uh, as soon as Ramsey shares with that. And the, the Neurable team can also do that as well. So I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll be following up with you in the thread. With that said, um, you know, Dr. Ramsey's, I want to, you know, oh, Chris has one more question and I felt it. I, I saw it coming. Chris, what products research do you see Neurable doing in 10 years? Gotcha. I love Chris, by the way. Chris yeah, is- Yeah, to Chris, man. Fire quite normal. In there. Uh, Chris, uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So we're, 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 N10 is actually following a similar model to like when you buy like a Tesla, we're going to be providing software updates over time. And so this includes the ability to understand more cognitive uh, bits of information, for example, fatigue, uh, and when you're experiencing it, etc. But on top of that, uh, we're we also do hands-free, voice-free control, which is something that people know about us in 2017, but not so much about us now. So the, the product is actually going to allow you to use hands-free, voice-free control to control your applications. And wow. we're going to be rolling out more of that technology moving forward. Uh, our belief is that 10 years from now, uh, you're not going to use your phone as much as you think you are. You're going to put on AR glasses and the rims are going to have brain sensors on them. And how are you going to control those, right? I personally don't want to strap extra controllers to my body and walk around with more remotes on me. You're going to want to be able to put on a pair of glasses or your Apple AirPods or your headphones. And that's going to be the way you communicate the way that you send a text message, order pizza, et cetera, et cetera. And so we have a few things internally that I can't necessarily share 
you know, publicly yet, but that's the, that's the pathway that we're developing for the tech. And so when you support something like what we're building right now, it really helps us get to that bigger vision. hundred percent. And that is definitely the future. Uh, in a nutshell, <laughs> in a nutshell, I think, uh, you know, Dr. Ramses does a, a really great job of simply, um, stating that. And I think what's so exciting for me personally is the fact that, you know, you all are doing it in modern day in present day. And I think, you know, consumers need that. Um, to your point, Dr. Ramses, it's, it's about creating that confidence that, okay, we can really get there, but we can get there ethically with security and privacy as a, mm-hmm. as a forefront. So shout out to Chris. He's saying much love. That sounds insane. He's ready for that future. He's team normal, but I could definitely tell. Dr. <laughs> man, it's been an honor having you on the show, man. What are some of your words of wisdom that you want to share with people who are a part of the guide community who may want to get into NeurTech or who are really excited about joining you and the team in this movement? Yeah, what I would say is that uh, anything like you don't need to have a neuroscience degree or an engineering degree to participate, right? Every aspect of of neurotech requires different talents, right? We still need lawyers. We still need people who do marketing. We still need people who are voices who who are uh, supportive, right? Um, if you have a passion for neurotech, you can still participate. Um, and especially as neurotech becomes more and more consumer. Uh, that's going to be the case. Now, obviously, if you don't have a engineering background, you probably won't be working on the algorithms, but everyone can participate. And I think that's, 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 you know, that's why we have this open public community. Um, and really, at least to participate when it comes to a company like Neurable, uh, the most important skill that we ask for is empathy. That's it. Mm. Um, and, and, and empathy is, I, I believe, a word that's so much more powerful than people give it credit to. It doesn't just mean empathy as in like, connect with another person, but you have to have empathy for the customer if you want to build a good product, right? You have to have empathy for your coworkers if you want to communicate well, right? Like empathy, and and empathy doesn't necessarily even mean forgiveness. It just means understanding, right? Mm -hmm. And so you may not necessarily agree, but at least if you can understand where somebody's perspective is, you're able to solve a problem uh, more effectively. 100%. Customer empathy is so critical. Doctor, thank you so much, Dr. Ramsey, for for joining us today. We definitely need to have you on in the future, man. When are you coming out with a book, man, so the masses can listen to it or read it with N10? <laughs> uh, I've uh, gotten that question a few times. I'm definitely considering it. I'll say that. Dude, think about <laughs> it, man. Uh, we would love to read it, man. Appreciate you, Doctor, and looking forward Thank to having you, you on in the Appreciate future, it. Man. Thank you, Tim. Take care. <laughs> that was Dr. Ramsey's Alcade, who is literally, who literally just blessed us with such amazing information on the future of neurotech. And what you can do to, to join Team Neurable, that was essentially the big black team on the future of Neurotech <laughs> and what that's going to look like in present day. Make sure to check out N10. I've actually shared a link to their crowdfunding campaign right now. They're looking for people to invest in that future, um, people who are a part of their community and who want to be a part of the movement. I'm Team Neurable, and I think you should be as well. And if you're interested in learning more about Neurotech, make sure to give them a follow on LinkedIn. And he's actually pretty active on Twitter, which is pretty awesome and rare for amazing tech CEOs. With that said, thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. Make sure you all join our beta program. We're gradually and slowly expanding it. Um, Guy is moving on forward. Um, Today is a great day to be Team Guy. (laughs) And join us in our movement in building the future of work in present day. Uh, We are expanding our onboarding training solution for select small and medium business customers select, iterate over time, as Dr. Ramses has mentioned uh, in this lovely episode. So 
definitely check out our guidegroup.com website and sign up and register to be a part of our beta. All right, y'all. That's the big black tea on that. And I'm going to warm you all out with one of my favorite songs right now. That's just smooth. I think you'll appreciate it. Let me show it to you. You might know who this person is. You might. If you're a child of the 80s, you might. If you're not, you won't. All right, y'all. Peace.